In acceptance mode, we've awakened the first law of spirit, which is the law of awareness. And the law of awareness says, I can only change what I'm aware of and cannot change what I'm unaware of. Hello and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your daily helping. This resonates with me, and I think what's also interesting and where I love is this kind of fascinating space where science and spirituality kind of mingle. And you're starting to talk about things that quantum physicists are now being able to identify. You're talking about things that 25, 30 years ago, people thought this was this was a woo-woo, hippie kind of a thing for people that are just stoned. And yeah, but this is real. And, and we have the smartest people on the planet who are these quantum physicists saying exactly what you're sharing. This mm. is real. Yeah. Yeah, we're moving from the old scientific model. So as I was telling you before, we, we, we were speaking and, and Dr. Richard and I sit on a, a one degree network of, of enlightened business people that are, and when I say enlightened, meaning uh, givers, you know, givers gain. We recognize that the more we give, the more we get. And so in this one degree network, the goal of the one degree network where Dr. Richard and I met is to raise the consciousness of humanity one degree through the benevolent power of business. And this is a big distinction I want the listeners to understand because there are crony capitalists that take, take, take and drain the money supply. And then there's conscious capitalists like Dr. Richard who give and give and give, understanding that the more we give, the more we gain. And so as we move into courage mode, we start telling ourselves the truth about ourselves, and we, be, we begin being driven by truth and driven by love. And when I talk about love, I want the listeners to understand what I mean. I am not talking about love as an emotion. I'm not talking about romantic love, which would be eros in the ancient Greek. I'm not even talking about philos love, which is a brotherly love or a community love for your family members and you know being kind to people on an airplane, taking down their luggage. That's all beautiful. That's not what I'm talking about when I talk about love. I'm talking about love as a conscious choice and a way of living, kind of a way of being in which you practice a higher conscious pattern of what would love do now? How would love? I'm challenged right now. I'm feeling anger. I'm feeling upset. And I'm being challenged to go down the stairway into anger and entitlement and pride. You know, I could just lie and tell a little white lie and get by and you say, no, what would love do now? as a way of being. Mahatma Gandhi said, to be the change you wish to see in the world. And we're talking about love as choosing to be your higher self. 
So what happens in courage mode from this point forward, we're not just driven by discontent, but we're also driven by curiosity. The curiosity becomes in courage mode. Who am I? Why am I here? What is my purpose? What are my passions? What are my talents? How many people could I actually help? Were I to tell the truth? Were I to be driven by love? And what starts to happen in courage is you start to see higher reason. And you can get into, you open up the top end. We are now at the highest step of the mind, which is the scientific revolution. Technology, reason mode, the GPS satellite, the trip to the moon, the artificial heart. But what we come to is the next great barrier, which is the end of the Newtonian paradigm. Now, I want to go back for a minute because I want the readers to think about what life was like in the 1600s prior to Isaac Newton, Descartes, and all the age of reason happening, which was, you know, people were in the just exiting the dark ages. It was, you know, healing by, uh, you know, bleeding. Blood and, yeah. The bloodletting, leeches, flat earth, on and on. And what the scientific revolution did was change the whole world. How much better off how many people read now? You know, how many people have access to food now? Why? Because of the scientific revolution, what we think of as the information age. But the Newtonian paradigm is now defunct. What is the Newtonian paradigm? Four major characteristics. First, materialism. Okay. Second, determinism. Everything has a cause. Everything has an effect. Third, mechanistic reductionism. Fourth, separatism. We're all separate. What's it matter what I do to you? You're responsible for you. I'm responsible for me. If I take you, oh, well. But what we now understand is it's Newtonian paradigm got us here, but can't get us to the next place. What we're now understanding, as you said, is quantum theory. Quantum theory has proven that mechanistic reductionism, which, by the way, is the medical paradigm you got your license from, okay? The allopathic world, which for delivering babies and triage, if you get in a car accident, outstanding, okay? <laughs> outstanding treatment. <laughs> get me to a hospital. That's what I want. But when it comes to healing degenerative disease, we now see why the allopathic world is limited. Because in quantum theory, Mechanistic reductionism is the theory that, like a watch, I can reduce a human being to its basic parts, find the broken part, replace it, put it back together, and the person will be healthy. Mechanistic reductionism works with a watch, right? Take all the parts, put them on the table, find the broken spring, replace the spring, watch works, outstanding. It has no spirit. It's a machine, it's a, it's a, it's a closed system. A human being is an organic, open system that is not determined, not predetermined, not mechanistic, not separate, and not only materialistic, but body, mind, and spirit. And so reason mode comes to the end. And in quantum theory, we get to four new opportunities that are all proven by physics and science. One is consciousness. Two is context. Why you're here, the mission that you're serving like on the daily helping where you're giving people this food and this knowledge and these tools, which is awesome, right? Purposeful, it's contextual, it's a mission. Choice, choice changes the theory of relativity, right? The Heisenberg uncertainty, right? When someone's on a mission and they make a new powerful choice, 
you collapse the wave function, everything is a wave and a particle, and it becomes particular. And finally, complementarity, which says that time and space are intimately interconnected. Position and momentum are interconnected. Money and meaning are interconnected. These things are not separate. So everything's inter interconnected. And in reason mode, you come to the end of that. Most people can't break through it. But how do you break through it? The acceptance of a new paradigm of reality. Now we're in the spiritual realm. We're, we've left the green and we're in the blue. Your thoughts, Dr. Richard. Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it, and it's 100% free. You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you. And I can't wait to see where you'll go. I think, again, to me, this is, this is Maslow at a spiritual level. And, and Maslow's hierarchy of needs, for those that aren't familiar with it, is, is the basic premise that you need certain things in place to be able to psychologically be well. Like you can't, if you don't have basic necessities like food or shelter, um, how can you manage your emotional distress, right? Because you're always under emotional distress. And so looking at this model and, and talking about where we're at, yeah, and you feel it, don't you, Steve, societally? Like we are, the pendulum is shifting towards more of what you're talking about that quantum theory has has demonstrated we're moving towards a society that cares and there's a large group of people that want to help raise up everybody um, but there's also it's hard to ignore in the daily world sometimes some of the other things that cause us to maybe go down the stairway a bit right like a pandemic and it's uncertainty in, in your face. And you spoke of the political divide that people have. You know, social media has done a lot to entrench us on, and, and take sides. Uh, tribalism, online tribalism is nothing, you know, like it used to be. It used to be contained to football stadiums. And I hate your team and you hate mine, but after that, we're friends, right? But you you now have people that are that have deeply integrated uh, some of these ideologies to such a pronounced degree that it's limiting. And what is scary is that we need to, as a society, be able to come together. Whatever political ideology you have, whatever religion you subscribe to, whether you like uh, the Mets or the Yankees or whatever the analogy is, there has to be a middle ground. And so I, I think I've I've taken us on a on a slight tangent, Steve. But I, I think I like that's, the tangent. I think it's so important though, because it's it's easy to see how when we get so ingrained in one thing that we're going to be, you know, at best in the pride state. So you know, I you're I, you're, you're hitting all the right notes here because 
you talked about the middle path between too much and not enough. And this is acceptance mode on the stairway of selves. It is a mode of, in a way, it feels like neutrality to other people as if you're standing for nothing and therefore would fall for everything. But what you're actually doing in acceptance mode is you're practicing the power of intention. I used to study with Dr. Wayne Dyer and had the great uh, honor of opening for him at a workshop and spending some time with him. And one of the things he would talk about, and he wrote a book called The Power of Intention. And one of the things he would talk about is intention as a noble goal plus non-attachment. And in acceptance mode, you have brought in the non-attachment piece because you understand what happens in reason is you are still attached to your way being the right way. And this attachment in reason mode is what you see when you turn on the news and you read all the COVID numbers. And if you're watching a right wing station, right, they're going to hate against the other side and they have reasons. And then if you turn on a left wing station, they're going to hate the right and they're always going to have reasons. And we get to be right and we get to be miserable and we get to practice tribalism and hate each other. This is the dark ages of the mental realm in America today. The dark ages of the physical realm were, you know, when we had bubonic plague and very little enlightenment. And we came out of it with the age of reason. But now we're stuck in reason mode. Everybody's got a reason why they hate each other. In acceptance mode, we've awakened the first law of spirit, which is the law of awareness. And the law of awareness says, I can only change what I'm aware of and cannot change what I'm unaware of. And therefore, in acceptance mode, you stop making reasons why everybody else is to blame, and you focus on spiritual work, and the distinction between spiritual work and religious work is spiritual work is about changing yourself and not recruiting anyone else through the power of love and truth. That's it. So what I drew this map for was when I go into let's say an insurance company. And I say, I want to show you the power of where you can go to change people's lives. Because when you move into these higher realms, all you're focused on is creating value for people, not selling, but serving. And the guys and the people and the women that are doing this, their results are off the charts. They lead their companies in sales because they're not trying to sell. They're working the power of intention. Does this make sense, Dr. It Richard? does. It does. So in acceptance mode, you'll notice what happens now is your joy level, your listening level is super high. It's in the high 80s percent of the time. You're really listening. Your life view is understanding people. You now understand why people are the way they are. Dear listener, I want to give you something that I want to throw on your table. If it lands and it's useful, take it. If it doesn't, let it go off the table. Human beings are doing the very best they can with what they have, given one, two, three, four. One, their belief system. Two, their level of consciousness, where they sit on the stairway of selves. Three, their level of trauma, unresolved trauma. And four, their karmic merit. When I think of karma, 
I want to, I want, I want you to understand how much we understand that trauma comes through lineages. It comes, we actually inherit it in our DNA. Right. Dr. Richard can talk about that another time, but it's, there's many books that are talking about epigenetics and seeing how trauma actually goes through our DNA and we inherit from our ancestors, not just our own life. That's what I mean by karma. Okay. So when we have those four things, our beliefs are very different. Our consciousness is very different. People in acceptance mode do not respond at all to the way people in anger mode respond to the exact same output. But what happens in acceptance make people move higher? In acceptance mode, you have accepted that you do not possess any knowledge. Knowledge takes possession of you. It's a very odd concept. Stay with me because what happens then is you move into wisdom mode. Wisdom mode is developing a mindset to be a lifelong learner. You start to look at earth as a school. You start to look at people and, and, and events in your life as lessons. You start to see things as synchronous. You start to see that people show up in your life for a reason, like Dr. Richard and I. Uh, have spent very little time together. And yet the conversation beforehand, we have this real synchronous mindset, right? And in wisdom mode, you come to the end of belief systems. And you come to the end of the existence or non-existence of not only God, but yourself. Meaning you question, does God exist or not? You go beyond the teachings of a scriptural authority, whether it's the Bible or the Bhagavad Gita or the Zendavesta or the Torah or the Talmud or any of the thousand different religious scriptures, right? That essentially say the same thing. Here's what they say. Love people when you don't feel like it. Forgive people, especially when you don't feel like it. And don't judge people, especially when you feel like it. That's the essence of all religions, okay? And in wisdom mode, you come to the end of it. And you start to see that indeed, as many of these high-level courses teach, Life is empty and meaningless. You see yourself as a meaning-making machine. And then you think, oh, it's empty. But what happens is something bigger is drawing you, and that is the stairway of selves, the 11th step called love. Instead of seeing life as empty and meaningless and nothing, and that nothing is real, it's almost like this existentialism in wisdom mode, and it's scary. It is scary. What you start to see is, Life is not actually empty, it's full. The nonlinear domain, or what physics calls dark energy, meaning unmanifest, is filled with creative stuff that's invisible to the human eye. And that creative stuff is inspiration, imagination, intuition, and intention, the four higher senses. So when you imagine something, you're creating a choice in quantum reality and the minute you write it down and make it a goal and dedicate yourself to it, it begins to manifest, right? Tesla saw Wi-Fi in 1923. If you've never seen the Tesla quote, he said, man will create a universal system based upon an invisible wave that will allow us to talk and see each other face to face and you will carry it in your pocket. Tesla said this in 1923. Dr. Richard, you ever seen this quote? I haven't seen the quote, but I, I know a lot about Nikola Tesla. And so that, that sounds like something he would say. Right. So I'll send you the quote so you can send it to your readers. It's really, really powerful. But this is what love mode is. It's not love as an emotion. 
it's love as an awakening of higher senses that are called spiritual senses, the first being intention, the second being imagination, the third being intuition. Intuition is not a lucky hunch. Intuition is a higher awareness that you begin to tune into and listen to. And finally, the highest step on the stairway of selves is unconditional love, which I will not speak about because it is unspeakable. <laughs> it is ineffable. <laughs> but I will, for the just to complete the, the cycle on the stairway, and then I'll throw the ball back to you. What happens in love is you see all your limits to being loving. Those are the conditions. And then if you make the crazy vow to be unconditionally loving, okay, all those conditions are shown to you and you either have the option to continue to love despite the fact that these conditions exist or not. Very few people are unconditionally loving. One would be the Dalai Lama, right? The Dalai Lama is one of the few human beings on earth. There might be five or six that are unconditionally loving. And then of course, at the top of that, we see what we call the God self or your infinite self. And every one of you have a divine self longing to come out, pulling you up the stairway of selves by teaching you how to love, respect yourself by starting out with telling yourself the truth. This was so beautifully presented, Steve. And, and so I'm going to ask you an almost unfair question because of how little time we have remaining. <laughs> if someone's listening to this or watching this, they probably can say, all right, I'm at courage or I'm at anger or I'm at entitlement, whatever it is, they can kind of find where they are. What would be some advice you would have on elevating, climbing up that stairway? that people can start taking some steps? Great question, perfect question, totally brilliant and more than fair, which is the first thing is ask yourself, who am I? Am I just my name? Am I just my history? Am I just my face? Am I just my body? Am I all the things I've done in the past? You know, I've done some crappy things. I've probably done, you know, lied, cheated, stolen, nothing big, nothing egregious. I didn't wind up in prison. I've spent a night in jail when I got busted. But you know, I have no problem telling that because it's true. The first thing is when you decide who you are, you start telling yourself the truth. To say, I don't know, but I'm going to find out, that is great. The great Saint Ramana Maharshi, the Indian saint, would always say the path to knowing your divine self is of self-inquiry start out by asking who am i if you say i'm just an insurance peddler that's all you are but if you say i'm a value creator that's a big upgrade insurance peddlers down in pride mode okay but value creators up in love mode right so just that shift in believing who you are is huge. So that's the first question. Second question is, why am I here? What unique talent do I bring to the world? Because you bring, dear listener and reader or watcher, something amazing that I would love to know, like hearing Dr. Richard's story, and I'm just nodding like it's amazing. It's amazing what he's bringing to the world. And he's bringing it 
with the scientific basis. I mean, he is a, he's a, he's a certified doctor. So there's a certain credibility that he'll bring that somebody like I may not have, right? Even though I'm a licensed life coach and even though I'm an ordained, whatever, whatever, you know, priest and, and Kriya Yogi, for some people that means nothing. So Dr. Richard brings a different credibility to the allopathic or traditional scientific world that I can't bring. Everybody brings something. So why am I here? And the final question you would ask would be, how do I serve and who do I serve, right? If I know why I'm here, then in what means am I bringing that to people? How do I serve people? And who are the people that I'm meant to serve? For instance, Mission Driven Advisor, the company, one of the coaching companies, coaches financial advisors from banks, insurance companies, hedge funds, you know, super wealthy to struggling people. And I love those people. Those are my peeps. I love them. Now, there's a lot of people that hate insurance companies, hate insurance agents. I love them. Those are my people. They get this stuff. They go out and change the world. But that's not for everybody. See, so I bring something. I have a different little thing. So how do you serve? Who do you serve? When you know who you are, when you know why you're here, when you know how you bring that while you're here to people, the means with which you're delivering that value and unique ability. And you know the people that you want to bring it to. I promise you, things are going to roll for you. There you go, Dr. Richard. Great question. Man, I, 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 you know, you alluded to it earlier. I, I always end my episode by asking my guests their biggest helping. And you just did it. So <laughs> I, I, I don't think we can even, would even dare to, to top that. Uh, that was fantastic. Steve, this has been such a cool episode. Tell us where people can learn more about your work online. So I want to make an offer that we didn't even talk about. Thank you for that, which is it just dropped in. So I'm going to share it with you. And when I say it dropped in, this is intuition. Okay. A higher awareness just spoke to me to offer. So we have a symposium coming up. It's in Miami, Florida in January 27th and 28th, 2022. If you get yourself there, it's $9.95 for people to come. But if they get themselves there as guests and friends of Dr. Richard, you come for free. That's awesome. You come for free. Um, you can see us at soulpurposeinstitute.com, S-O-U-L purposeinstitute.com, missiondrivenadvisor, O-R advisor.com, missiondrivenadvisor.com. You can find my name, which is hard to spell, but there it is up on the screen, minus the apostrophe, stevedenunzio.com. And um, the last thing I want to say to you, brother, is thank you for the amazing work that you're bringing to the world because you're doing great work. You've got a wonderful story. And uh, to you, dear listener, don't forget, you bring something amazing this world needs right now. So, so beautifully said, Steve. I, I'm humbled by your words, considering who you are and the type of people that, that you have helped. So thank you for that. And again, everything that Steve has talked about, we're going to have links to that in the show notes. So you can take a look at the, the presentation as you're hearing it, if you so desire to do so. Well, Steve, this has been an absolute delight. Thank you so much for coming on the show with us today. Thank you, Dr. Richard, for having me. Many blessings. Absolutely. And 
each and every one of you who listened to this episode, I want to thank you as well. If you like what you heard today, go give us a follow on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review because that is what helps other people find the show. But most importantly, go out there today and do something nice for somebody else, even if you don't know who they are, and post it in your social media feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping because the happiest people are those that help others. 